0: This is Your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Ultimate Life Podcast dedicated to helping you create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. I'm excited today because I have a special guest. Some of you may recognize her. Her name is Tana Gertz. Welcome to the show, Tana.
2: Thank you for having me, Kellen. I'm excited to be here.
1: You are absolutely welcome, and I'm grateful. I'm glad I got a chance to hear a little bit about what you're doing right now, and I'm turning on our little timer so I can kind of roughly keep track of the time. So I always ask, I only have one question that I start with, and then we just kind of go from there. Um, I define the ultimate life as a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your gifts. And I call them divine gifts. That's my definition. How would Tana define the ultimate life for her?
2: Definitely sort of similar. I would say finding your passion um, and putting that with your purpose in life and making that your profession would be the secret recipe for being an ultimate success in all areas of your life. So very similar.
1: So you've got an alliteration, purpose, passion, profession. Is that intentional?
2: Yes, it is. Yes, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I like alliter- I like alliterations. I also like to teach audience members that they can also have this quote secret sauce. Uh, Find the secret formula. And so I thought, well, i got to be able to explain it easily. And so I would go back to my life, and I started realizing, you know, I knew very early in life what I what my passion was. My passion has always been people, and my passion has always been selling. So I figured if I could co- combine Uh, People with selling, those two things I love, with my purpose in life, my spiritual gift, which I believe is the spirit uh, or the uh, gift of encouragement. And I have many examples to prove that that's been my spiritual gift. So I put selling with my gift of encouragement, and I made my profession being a professional speaker, inspiring and encouraging audiences, as well as being a life coach, inspiring and encouraging individuals um as my profession it's been it's been thrilling and exciting that I get to wake up every day loving what I do um because it comes easy it's it's actually my gifts combined and it's just a winning formula and I love to teach that to people
1: i'm grateful it's it's clear you know i have lots of different people that i talk to but it's clear you've really thought about this because one of the things you said that i really love is I I think of coaching as being in the people encouragement business. Yes. Right? And then yes. you said that, you know, you said your gift. So tell me uh, a little bit, how, how did you discover that your gift, and I believe you completely, how did you discover your gift was encouraging people?
2: Well, great question. It, it happened um, very quickly when I got off of The Apprentice, I think like the very next week, I was at church, and my pastor was asking the audience members to think about what gifts you might have been given. And at that moment in my life, I didn't even know that there was such a thing as a spiritual gift. So I I came home from that Sunday service and went to my Bible and just went into the back and looked up spiritual gifts. And it showed, you know, in Romans, it says this, and I went through them and it was like, compassion? Yeah, I'm compassionate, but I didn't feel like that was my gift. And, and, And listening, not so much. And I went just down the list and I got to encouragement and I went, and my heart just sank. And it was like, that's it. And but it brought me back to um, my childhood. I have a, I had a sister. She's passed. My oldest sister. She was learning disabled, and she struggled with learning terribly. And and dinners were very uncomfortable because my mother and father did not want to have a child that was falling behind in school. They, and the teachers were threatening, like, you're gonna fail. We're not gonna be able to pass you. And so there was all that stress around my sister not being able to learn that I remember feeling really sorry for her and I was gifted in school and I just thought you know well how could this be she struggles and can barely you know not add but she was that pretty bad and I'm like in the gifted and talented program like well how did that how did that work out so I felt sorry for her so every night after dinner and like when we were getting ready for bed I would work with her as her tutor and I would be like, come on, you know, like we got to get this. We're going to get this. And I worked with her for hours, just showing her love, compassion, patience. And I worked with her for years and she got through school and she went to school a little bit more confident, you know, knowing I had her back and I'd get her, you know, motivated to get out the door and, and take, you know, the hits. And she'd come home with migraines and we do it again. And I realized I had the gift and I wanted to use it more.
1: So I thank you for sharing that story. And I know that you said earlier, part of your business model besides coaching is speaking. And it's clear from your ability to tell the story that that is a gift. And for audience members, I really would encourage you to take advantage of an opportunity to hear Tana speak if you didn't see her when she was on The Apprentice. But anyway, I want you to answer your own question, because during that time in your life, you said... How can this be? So when you go back and think about the wisdom of the divine in putting you with your sister. You know, knowing that this life, this mortal frame is just a micro speck in the context of eternity. What is the answer? How can this be?
2: yes well now i get it of course at the time i felt uh so bad for her and not that i felt bad i I never felt guilty for having my gifts but i do realize that you know god gave me her as my sister so that i would Make a decision. Would I help her or would I be selfish and want my ego to be stroked because I was I was um, excelling more so than a sibling. And there's so many sibling rivalries. So I chose love um, and I chose to give her um, love and compassion and understanding and, and all the things that my parents weren't giving her um, because she was my sister and I loved her and it was the right thing to do.
1: So what I'm hearing is you learned that your, her adversity, which was the struggle with learning turned into your blessing because you are, you chose to develop your compassion, to show love, to spend time with her. So her adversity turned into your blessing. And you said that she's passed, right? Yes. Okay. So now she's gone. And when you see her again, she won't have any disabilities because those are things that belong to this life how do you think she's gonna feel about you
2: oh she's gonna be so thrilled I mean she got to witness me on The Apprentice she saw me on Fear Factor she (laughs) she knew that I was a successful professional speaker she you know would write me notes and just was like you know you were I always looked up to you and I was like oh my gosh you know Uh, She's my bigger sister. I looked up to her. So she'll be thrilled, and it'll be an amazing reunion.
1: Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So when we're in the middle, this is interesting, because when we talk about creating purpose, prosperity, and joy, I I just did a live. I'm doing my Road to 50 Million, which you know about, and I won't take time to explain now. But today, the Road to 50 Million topics was what What If I Fail?, And so here you are with this perfect example of a choice you made, how you blessed her life, her choice to be with you, encourage you, and support you all the way through. How delightful. And so if no one can doubt the wisdom of that process in this life
2: it's it's a beautiful thing when you actually realize that you made the right choice that your sacrifices helped someone that you love so much but yet she helped me realize that this was a gift and and it i was able to tap into it at a very young age and able to share it now with other people so it it was it was a blessing um that 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 she was my sister and that we had those moments where i got to see i was actually an effective leader and teacher and motivator and encourager so i had that as my my um not resume but you know i knew that i was successful cuz she made it through so it's like having a a scoreboard of hey i have some wins underneath my belt and i'm just getting started
1: i love it So I have one more question. You hear a lot, like you're a speaker, and you're talking about encouragement, and I tell people you can have a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, and you're an encourager, and you're helping them understand how and teaching them to do that. Yet at the same time, you know, there's all these people saying, oh, do what you love, and the money will follow, and da-da-da-da. Do you... And people are promising you can have this kind of life. So the question is, do you believe it is possible to live that ultimate life like every day or is that all just hype?
2: Oh, most definitely. I live that life every single day, but I work for it. Um, If I woke up, you know, excited to to get on more stages and to meet more people and sell more books and inspire more individuals, Uh, repair relationships, all those things that really get me excited and juiced up every day to go after it. That's one thing versus getting up excited, ready to go to work and actually doing the work, following up on the leads, uh, doing interviews like I'm doing right now with you, doing things that you don't see what could come out of it. However, you know, the magic will be there if you invest the time and the energy and and do the work. So a lot of people that I coach, they want the same enthusiasm and zest for life, but they don't want to do the work. So I'm like, it doesn't just come. Um, you have to actually put in the, the elbow grease in order to have this amazing lifestyle where you love what you do and you get paid mm-hmm. uh, to do what you love.
1: I love the fact that you said elbow grease. I haven't heard that for a long time. And I love...
2: I know, am I aging myself or what? Uh,
1: I, I don't know, but it's just something I heard a long time ago. And I had heard my moms used to say it. And
2: right. That, so. My grandfather used to say yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I don't know about dating or whatever. I don't but...
2: have any bruises on my elbows, but I don't get in there and get dirty.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, I agree with you. It is clearly possible to... Uh, live that ultimate life. And I just asked that question. I knew what you were going to say, but I wanted you to say it. And I wanted you to te- remind people that you don't fall up the mountain. You know, you, it just doesn't happen. You climb up the mountain. If you want to be up there, yes, you can go. Yes, you can have it. Yes, you can stand up there, but you got to climb the mountain. You're not going to fall up there. So. all right, Yeah. So that, there's a, another question I want to ask you. Everybody that lives that kind of ultimate life has different, you know, people see you or me or somebody else when they're there and they go, ooh, but they don't see what you said, the work, the following up, and they wouldn't have known the story about your sweet sister that you told us. Everybody that is up there, wherever there is, has a story or 10 about things that happen to get up there. And you've shared one delightful and precious story with us what else what other things have happened that have come in your face where the temptation was give up quit be discouraged and hide or no i won't do this it doesn't matter that this and this and this has happened and you'll know whatever that is can you tell me something else that's been a challenge where you have made that same kind of choice
2: Yes. The two things that pop out uh, immediately um, in my life that really kind of made me realize, you know, how strong I was or showed my grit and and perseverance and willpower was I was married, you know, my first marriage was, I was young and I married a man that I knew wasn't good for my soul and spirit, but I wanted to help. I wanted to fix him. I wanted to save him from his own struggles. And, you know, even on the wedding day, I was vomiting profusely be- because my insides were saying, do don't, don't, but I didn't want to let people down. So I went forward with it and went through with the marriage and tried and tried and tried but i wasn't getting anywhere and you know one person giving a hundred percent isn't the same as two people giving 50 percent. so um i had to make a horrible you know my hardest decision was i had to leave him with my babies and that was really really difficult um but i learned so much about myself and what i'm most proud of with that that was a you know very hard very painful situation Um, What I take away from that is just that I am a woman now, the woman sitting here in front of you um, is a woman that will never, take less, will never accept less. I know I deserve more. And I've been blessed with more. I've been blessed with the man of my dreams, the man I prayed for, um, who's become the husband that I've always wanted and the father that I always wanted to my children. And uh, and I got a second chance. And I'm a big believer if you get a second chance in life, don't screw it up. Uh, and so I treat him like a king and he treats me like a queen. And, and it was a gift and it was God's Showing me his favor. So that was the first thing that popped to my mind when you said that. And the second thing that popped to my mind was there had been a situation on a career that I had just a few years ago that was very challenging, primarily women, uh, negative, mean spirited, jealous, insecure women that I had to work with. I didn't choose to, I had to, and they did everything in their power to be mean, to push me away, to try to get me to quit, to try to undermine me, to bruise my ego. I mean, it it was unbelievable. And I had a choice to succumb to all of those nasty, um, evil forces that really were challenging to me. And this was a two-year commitment, Um, or to rise above and say, hey, so what? They don't want to they don't want to invite me to the event. So what? I guess I'm not going to speak at this event and I'll be managing volunteers in a corner. No problem. Uh, I just I had to struggle. I struggled with the injustice of what some people go through working with a team that is trying to sabotage you. And for the only reason is because you're good at what you do. So that was a very, uh, very hard lesson to learn. However, I'm glad I learned it because now I teach other women how to find your tribe of women that will love and support you and encourage you and empower you. Um, and it also makes me just so grateful that I am an entrepreneur and there's only been two times in my life that I've ever had to work with a team that I wouldn't hand select and go you, 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 or not you, God, not you, definitely not you. And so those were the two examples that popped into my head when you asked that question.
1: So thank you. and. I'm grateful, grateful for you sharing that. And I, no, having to end a, a relationship, especially when, when there's kids involved, is always traumatic and difficult. And like the effort and energy you put into sit your sister, going on your own and having to do things by yourself would have been a struggle and difficult and scary and hard and uncertain and, oh, dear, but you did. And then on the other side, there is... A reward and an opportunity. And, you know, this just goes back to what we were talking about before we got on here. That right there, that change, walking into the hard thing and coming out victorious is exactly what you teach in your speaking and what you're writing in this chapter for those who start in one place and they're going to another place. And so for yes. listeners, she's writing a chapter in a book about something. And we talked a little bit about it ahead of time. And as she was describing it, I'm thinking, hmm, this sounds about like the same yes. the same and, process. And Fabulous. the pot
2: of gold was meeting my husband Curtis. You know, he was the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but there was a lot of struggles to get to the other side.
1: And and there and there's two lessons. One, you can get past struggles, and two, there is another side.
2: Yes, that's so true. And a lot of people need that hope. So there's always hope if you just keep believing in yourself and pressing forward.
1: Thank you. Keep believing in yourself and pressing forward. There is another side. There is a pot of gold. So that's spectacular. You know, the second situation where you've got someone uh, actively or some group of people actively trying to undermine you. I have a short little story I'll tell you that's kind of funny. There was a very, very high pressure situation I was in once that were billions of dollars and this and that and the other. And I I was second in command and there was a CEO who didn't really like me because he was scared of me. And I found out later that he had actually hired another executive. And this I learned from this other executive later, a couple of years later, the purpose of them hiring me, I'm hiring you to take Kellen down.
2: Oh, my word
1: and paid him a whole lot of money. I'm hiring you to take him down. And that was an interesting thing. So that's what came up for me anyway.
2: That's, you know what I'm talking about. That's not a comfortable feeling because I've never lived in that space of, mean-spirited evilness-like forces that are so evil that are doing everything. And there was multiple to sabotage you. And it was like, I just was like, I will rise above. The cream always rises to the top. I will will bite my tongue, bend the knee, and rise above. And I'm glad I did.
1: All right. So you said, bite my tongue, bend the knee, and rise above. I want you to tell me, and this may be the answer to the question that I'm asking, you you had that happen. You went through it. You are now past it. You have risen above it. What things have you learned about yourself that you can share because of the refining nature of that experience?
2: Great question. Well, what I learned was I, people like a lot of times people see me and they think, because I'm confident and I'm a very bold, powerful, um, non-apologetic woman that I would have a large ego and believe it or not, that experience really humbled me that I got to look at myself and say, okay, um, I don't have ego involved in any of these emotions that I'm feeling. This is just, I've never felt, um, so attacked, so betrayed, so, um, I just was hurt that people were undervaluing my my abilities or even untapping my true potential and power to to move the needle to make somebody else successful. So it was like purposely seeing people bad at their jobs. But the main thing I learned was I didn't have an ego involved in it. I wasn't offended that they weren't letting me step on stage in front of tens of thousands of people, even though I was the only professional speaker in the bunch, I was like, that's fine. I'm, I wasn't looking for more airtime. I was just looking to move the needle for an individual that we were hired to win like so it wasn't so i i the the, really the biggest lesson was because i would complain a little bit to my husband i'm not a complainer but it was so bad that i I sometimes had to or i was going to have to punch somebody and i didn't want to break my nails just kidding but seriously (laughs) i thought of it for a few times but i had to talk to him and and my husband's very introspective and he's very much like you kellen a, a very analytical smart intelligent man and i could see his wheels turning and he was like, you know, it's good to hear you be, hear you talk because I can tell there's no ego involved in this. And I thought that's exactly what, what it was, but I learned that about myself because as you know, being an out front and center and, you know, speaker and motivator and people want your autograph and people want your pictures, you can be consumed with, aren't I amazing? I'm so, I'm such a star. I don't have that ego. I love getting paid for doing a good job and I love my jobs, but there was an ego. So I learned that about myself. Um, And I also learned just like I learned in the first experience that I have got the patience of Job and a lot of people would have either punched somebody, quit, um, you know, went to the newspaper, just exploded with rage. But I am a very patient person and I've got endurance and i've got a willpower that is not broken and not easily broken or has never been broken but people try and they tried me but i i i was victorious
1: so there's some really good good stuff there uh there's a saying uh that i'm sure you've heard says we can get a lot done when nobody cares who gets the credit And that sounds like you were operating from that mode in the midst of a bunch of people who did care who got the credit and were trying to make sure you didn't.
2: Yes. And that that is
1: actually a magic formula for getting things done.
2: Yes, that would have been nice. It would have been so much easier but I asked myself, you know, why did I have to go through that lesson? I always try to find the the reason why I'm going through something that I'm going through. And I think it's just to to make me stronger or it is to give me the ammunition that I needed for my current presentations, which I looked at, you know, the situation and, you know, there was maybe 20 employees, 10 men who were incredible and they were like, oh my gosh, we love Tana, let that racehorse run. She's gonna like do the work of three of us, let her go. But the women were the nasty ones and they were the backstabbers and they were the evil spirits and they were the ones who were jealous and threatened and insecure. Um, and so it gave me ammunition to create the presentations that I'm now t- taking nationwide to teach other women. Are you that kind of a woman? And uh, and it's been very well received. So I'm going to just say it was all for preparation for uh, new material for new presentations.
1: I love it. One of the things I know in my own journey through all whatever is... You know, the, the, I want you to think back to the, your sister and you and everything. This life, 50 years, 100 years, however long, to a micro-spec in eternity. And it seems like that the, the real core of the reason we're here is just to have these experiences. Because each one of these experiences, if we let it, refines us and makes us better, uh, less ego more clear we understand what we're committed to and we're able to do that more effectively and so i can surely see how all this stuff contributed to your power now your ability to tell the stories that you need to tell to help people understand because so often people don't think well yeah it's good for tana but but that could never be me and the more stories you can tell them the more they might be able to see themselves in that process don't you think
2: yes completely because i give examples cold you know hard facts where a time and on all the details and and you know uh and they can see when they hear all the specifics um how mean-spirited women can be and i share with women that uh, society has given men a horrible reputation, that men are the reasons why women aren't succeeding and men are trying to take us out and men this, men that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The men loved me. The men couldn't wait till I showed up on the scene. The men welcomed me with open arms and fruit baskets. It was the women. And so it's very, very empowering when you can have cold, hard facts to show them that this is what happened to me. And every time after I speak, they'll come up to me at my book signing table and said, you were so relatable. Well, that was because I gave the examples where they could go, hey, that just happened to me. So you're 100% right.
1: That's fabulous to have those examples because it does help people uh, connect and believe and then carry out in their own lives some of the things they might've learned or do learn from you. So that's wonderful. So I know that in your teaching, we talk a little bit about alliteration and passion and everything. If you had an opportunity right now, not if you do have an opportunity right now to spend a couple of minutes uh, sharing the framework, the teaching, the principles of success, of creating that ultimate life that you teach. So how, how do you help people realize whatever they are going through now or wherever they've been, that's not the end, that real opportunity is available to them.
2: So I always say that DNA is in all of our, um, success is in all of our DNA. A lot of people think, oh, it's only for a few or for the lucky uh, or for the rich or the famous or whatever. But no, we can all be successful. It is in all of our DNA. So that I teach that the universe is unlimited, the potential. The resources like we can all tap into all of that. It's not like we're going to dry up. There's not enough money for other people to succeed. So that's the first thing is just the mentality. And then people go, okay, so I believe that now, but I don't even know where to start. Well, I always say it's very simple. If you ask yourself and everybody watching, if you just go, what are, what is your passion? Somebody, some people might say, well, cars, uh, you ask me, I'm going to say people and selling. Those are the two things I absolutely love to do. Can't wait to get up, meet new people and to sell to people. Okay. Now, what would you say is your purpose on life? Why are you here? You know, why did I have a sister that I, I chose to tutor every night? Uh, why did I have to be in that marriage? What is my passion or my purpose for life? Why did God create, create me, Tana Gertz? and i asked myself that and i thought well to encourage and inspire and motivate others so encouragement so i always say to audiences if you put your passion what you're what you love with your purpose why why you're here encouragement minus encouragement and you make that your profession what you do for a living what pays your bills your life will because it's a perfect mix of what you're good at, why you're here, and what you should be doing. And audience light bulbs just go off. I can see people's brains just explode. And it mine exploded when I put it all together. I was like, okay, I used to sell Mary Kay, the gift of encouragement, telling a woman who has no self-confidence, look, 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 put this on. You're so beautiful. She wasn't that beautiful on the outside, but inside I could see her soul. I'm like, you are a beautiful woman. And she, I could see her feel it. And then she'd take that beautiful face of makeup home and her husband would be like you're beautiful and then her confidence would bloom and then she'd email me and her husband would email me what did you do to mary she's walking on cloud nine i just encouraged the woman that she was incredible and so then my mary Kay business went through the stratosphere so then when i got off off the apprentice i thought well i could i could sell twelve dollar lipsticks and make six dollars or I could sell me the product and teach people energy, enthusiasm and passion and also sales and make a lot more money. So I chose to sell me uh, with using my gifts and encouragement as my profession and boom, it went even bigger. And so that was really when the light bulb went off and that's when audiences go, Oh my gosh, like she's onto something.
1: That's fabulous. So as, as a final thought, because we're, we're, we're at our 30 minutes here, but I want to give you the chance to do two things. Okay. One, do you have a final thought? for the audience in terms of you just told them there's an infinite resource. So there's not a shortage of anything. Everybody has a passion. Everybody has a purpose. And if you make that your profession, you have an opportunity. So I love that. I want you to give us a final thought. Then I also want you to tell people where to find you, how to learn more and where they can find more of this wonderful stuff that you've shared.
2: Thank you for asking. Um, so in, in the final thought, I guess I would leave everybody with the thought that god loves you um you're not alone so when you think you're in the the pit of it all and you're you're in your hell um and you feel so alone and and like betrayed that there is hope i promise you there is light at the end of end of the tunnel uh if you get over that rainbow there is that pot of gold so you know hang on every single day so that would be the first thing and i'd also say to those people who maybe they're not at their lowest point or they're not struggling right now which is great because the world is already struggling enough um if you're just happy and you're going along and you kind of want more out of life but you're not getting it i always say um look for opportunities they're all around you like right now in my phone i probably have 50 opportunities waiting for me and you might say well i don't have 50 i'm lucky if i have one if you have one you're lucky and an opportunity could be hey will you come on my podcast hey will you do an interview with me i've got a random guy who's a md doctor whose wife met me and he's reaching out i don't know what he wants he lives in utah i live in iowa he's reached out three times this man wants something from me and what will it take it's going to be a phone call for all i know he might ask me to be a patient of his and he could do miraculous things with me he's a neuroscientist i have no clue what this man wants from me but i'm going to find out so i'll leave you with grab opportunities the minute you get them because they lead to incredible things you know going on the apprentice was i heard about it i thought i'm going to make that happen then fear factor called will you be a contestant i said i'm going to make that happen and i keep parlaying opportunities after opportunities and they never end so it's a moment it's a great momentum builder so i'd say grab opportunities and if you're lonely and you're down and you're at your darkest moment know that god loves you and people like me and kellen we we want nothing but the best for you and then for people to find me so my brand is hey tana h e y t a n a and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Truth Social, all of them. But if you just go to my website, heytana.com, you'll find everything that you need to know about me. My cell phone's even on there, uh, because I want to be approachable for anybody that would like to work with me.
1: Thank you. Thank you for sharing stuff with you, with us all. I mean, and I I love it. I the way I summarize that is just chase the maybes.
2: Yes. That's you a know, great way of saying it.
1: Chase the maybes. You never know where they're going to go, and you quit any time, but chase the maybes. I love that. I love
2: thank that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you for being with us and sharing your your encouragement, sharing your love, sharing your story, and sharing all that you have with our audience. Thank you, Tina.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, and I can't wait to see you in April.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. All right, so I want you to take the opportunity, listeners, to go back through this. There's so many things that Tana shared with us. They're exciting, they're fun, and most of all, they're true. And if you choose to move down this road and apply these things in your lives, you will be able to create your ultimate life.
0: open your heart this time around Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellan Flukiger.